Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Bird on Bears fans, we have a very special treat on today's episode as we talk Chicago Bears upcoming season with NFL tight end Clay Harbor. Let's get into the episode starting now. Now, if you are new to the channel, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking bears out bears talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us and talking bears with us today is a man that listen, if you're going to talk about the NFL, you might as well talk about somebody that's been in the NFL. So we got to introduce to everybody on the channel, man, Clay Harbor. Clay, how you feeling, man? I'm doing great. We're only one week away from football. Not even one week. We're only six days away from some Bears football. So that's exciting. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see what we got this year. I think we're going to do better than everybody's uh, everything. So I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's literally how uh, I ended up finding uh, you on Twitter was I feel like me and you and like Bears Nation were the only ones defending what the Bears were doing because we were kind of paying attention to what the Bears were doing. Um, I mean, let's let's start there, man. Like when you listen to a lot of what I've I've dubbed them, the national nerds, the national nerds have said about the Bears. We're going three and 12. We've done nothing for Justin Fields. What's your feeling coming into this season around this Bears team? Because I think you're like a lot of us that's like. I don't know if you guys have seen, but we're not really going out there playing the 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 Chiefs every night. <laughs> exactly. So so here's the deal: is I think that these guys they they hear a story and then they just repeat it. You know, they're just like these birds that just repeat whatever somebody says. You know, they just keep repeating these stories and then they all believe it. But the the, the national news and the media and the, the analysts they hadn't haven't been to Bears camp. They haven't seen the practice. They haven't really paid attention to the preseason games and watched the players. So what they say is they're going off of Justin Fields from last season. Mm-hmm. Not the same guy. They're going off of uh, off rookie up fifth round offensive lineman Braxton Jones. You know, we, we've seen this guy going, going up against Robert Quinn who had 18 and a half sacks last season, week in and week out in practice and know this guy can hold up. Yeah. They've, they haven't given them big name wide receivers, but going to practice, watching these guys play, 
these guys can make plays. These guys can catch the football and run routes. Yeah. So for me, being able to get there and get some eyes on this Bears team, because I wasn't that excited about the team until I went to camp and really saw what they were doing. I would have been one of the guys maybe saying three and 14 too. But when I saw the players and I saw the, the talent that they had, I'm not saying the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. What I have says is this is going to be a competitive team. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen. But I think they're going to be in almost every game they play in. And we'll see which way the ball bounces. But this team will be competitive. They're not going to be going out there and getting blown out every week, giving up six, seven sacks a week. <laughs> this team will be better than they were last year. And last year, what? They were, they were uh, you know, six and 11. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think, I, I mean, that's that's the interesting part, right, for me that stands out, because when you talk about a lot of the a lot of the uh, the criticisms around the Bears, like you said, right, there's a lot of like last year's narratives that are still attached to this team when it's an entirely different regime. And we haven't heard a lot of that when it comes to the Giants, when it comes to the Jets, when it comes to a lot of these other teams. Right. Like I. Where do you see the Bears kind of, I guess, offensively, right? Because that's where a lot of people are nitpicking on us. What about Luke Getze's offense when you saw it has stood out most to you from training camp to what you've seen on the field? I like the offense. I think that it's um, it's down to it's more of a simplistic and it's more of highlighting the Bears strengths. Mm-hmm. What are they good at? What can they do? You know, you find your strengths and you attack your opponent's weaknesses. And I think they found their strengths. He's talked to fields. He knows what balls he likes to throw. He knows what routes he likes to throw. He knows what plays he likes. He knows what his strength th- strengths are in the running game. So I think big thing for me is you're going to have Cole Komet, who's a big tight end. who can stay on the field, do a lot more play action, get the ball to him over the middle. You got Mooney, who's going to be a bigger piece this season, even coming off of a thousand yard season. Yeah. And David Montgomery's back and healthy with Khalil Her- Herbert. These are two top tier running backs, in my in my opinion. I think both these guys can make plays and will make plays and, and run and run the game hard. So I think they got a good system right now. And the offensive line, you know, it isn't great, but it's it's not what everybody thinks it is. Everybody thinks it's the worst offensive line in the league. It's not. Yeah. These guys are going to do a, a, a solid job of protecting, do a solid job of run blocking, good enough for the Bears to have opportunities here with this offense. And I think guys like Dante Pettis, Equinemius St. Brown, Byron Pingle, I know has been hurt for most of camp, but, you know, Villas Jones are going to step up and make some plays offensively and really surprise some people. And then midway through the season, I think people are going to see the Bears, you know, hovering around 500 and say, hey, you know, this Bears team, if – they keep doing this. They, you know, you know, they're going to be hovering around 500. So that's honestly what I think. And I think Fields, and now you see the media after Fields has that last game, you know, starting to come around and okay. And oh, wow. Now they went from one week. Justin Fields in the offensive line went from the worst team in the league and the worst quarterback in the league yeah. to go, oh, wow, this guy is really talented and is going to have a great season. Yeah. So let's see what they say after two weeks of the season. You know, when the Bears start uh, winning some games. I, I, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, we really went from like uh, the, the, the 0-16 Lions to uh, a team that's going to have a promising future really quick. It's amazing how one game can do that. It, it was it – was, I will say this, though, right? I think even Bears fans can admit that they got really excited seeing how – 
the offensive line was used. Did you did you notice a difference? Of course, right, a major difference from last year just because the offensive line is moving as a whole. But when you're watching that Cleveland Browns game, right, are you noticing that they're putting Justin in better positions to be successful, putting the offensive linemen in better positions to be successful, or is it just a better personnel group? They're putting them in better, better positions to be successful. Here's the thing. Next week, or month, not even next week, this week. I keep saying next week. This <laughs> I know, week, right? <laughs> the Bears are playing the 49ers. And we got, we got Nick Bosa coming in, who's one yeah. of the best pass rushers in the game. If you just sit back and drop back, you know, five, seven-step drops and, and just let Braxton Jones take on Bosa, you know, five, seven-step drops all game, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You got to use a lot of misdirection. Got to use play action. You got to use double teams. You got to use chips with the running backs and the the tight ends. You know, chip them off his uh, get on a rhythm. Path yeah. path rushers are based on rhythm. Can they get their moves in? You, you're gonna have to do that, and that's something that Eberflus and Getzey understand. They're gonna get a roll out here, misdirection, get the defensive ends running. When he, when he gets to third down, when you have to do the straight drop back. That's when you get in trouble. They're going to use some screens to keep the team off balance. You saw that. I saw a great tight end screen yes. last week. You know, you see a couple running back screens. We're going to use screens all over the field to keep these guys off balance. The play calls are good. You're getting fields out of the pocket on more plays. So the play calling has been better. And, you know, I Matt Nagy did not do a good job. I don't like being a, you know, a Matt Nagy basher. Cause, yeah, um, yeah. I played with Matt Nagy. He was a great guy. He was a, uh, quality control for, for three years with me in Philadelphia and um, great guy. But I mean, he didn't do a good job with fields, his, his rookie season. He had yeah. an offense tailored for Andy Dalton. Fields yes. came in not thinking he was going to play this year. He had the whole offseason. He's the leader of this team and an offense that is catered to him, tailored to him. That's going to make a world of difference. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I, I think that's the, the interesting thing when I was looking at this offense, right? I, I, it was such a breath of fresh air for me that a coach said, hey, we're going to run this style of offense. And then you saw them go out there and run this style of offense. When when Luke gets, he was like, we're going to be a run heavy team. It's what we have right now. It's the personnel that we have. We're going to be a run heavy style team. Yeah. And then you saw them being run heavy, but still using Justin's ability to move and, and get around in space, right? Do you? When you when you watch that kind of offense, right? What's your expectation for Justin Fields this season? Because I've said right in a run heavy offense, you're going to see Justin drop back 25 times a game, and a lot of those passes are going to be short passes. Can we really evaluate who he is as the QB based off of that? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think, like you said, this 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 year, I don't see him throwing you know 35 passes a game. Yeah, I think they're going to hand the ball to Montgomery a lot. Honestly, I think Montgomery, I know he was on the NFL top 100, but around the league, he's one of the more underrated guys in the league, in my opinion. Yes. I think he's a great running back. And as long as we got David Montgomery, I think we're going to be in a lot of games. To me, he's one of the most special players on this roster. And I think Herbert's good too. So I think Getsy knows he's going to do a good job of take some of that pressure off the field, hand the ball off first, establish a run, and then we're going to play off of that. And that's when you're going to see Fields start to make these plays. The one thing I'm so, so impressed with Fields on from what he did last year. Yeah. You see him scrambling. He's not scrambling for those five-yard gains, those seven-yard gains, three-yard gains. He is scrambling with his eyes downfield and completing big throws yes. down the field. When yes. you scramble and keep your eyes downfield, that's – look at Patrick Mahomes. How did he hit all these big plays? 
These big plays were six, seven seconds after the ball snap. There's not going to be a lot of guys that can guard Darnell Mooney for six, seven seconds after the ball snap. Yeah. I mean, it, it, do you feel like the – I think that was the biggest detriment of Matt Nagy is that he would call plays, and even Foles kind of uh, insinuated to this when he, in his time here, that he would call plays that it didn't take – or it took too much time for the play to develop. I feel like this year, right, if the Bears are able to just kind of keep Justin not using his legs every play – but moving around enough in that pocket and being able to step up and get out of the way of pressure, that there'll be a better passing team than what we thought a lot this season, right? Like, I mean, people come in thinking that we're going to be one of the worst passing teams in the NFL, and I just don't see it. Do you you see the Bears being a better passing team than the national people have expected? They will be a better passing team this year, and I think a guy like Cole Komet, I think he's going to be flirting with a thousand yards this year. I mean, I don't want to get carried away. Let's say last year he had 600 plus yards. Yeah. He's going to have more targets. Yeah. Fields is better. He's going to be up there eight, 900 yards this season, in my opinion. And um, I think, I think uh, Mooney is going to improve on last year. Last year he had a thousand, almost a thousand, 100 yards. I have, I have Mooney with 1400 yards this year. I mean, he's going to be a big time player. I think in the screen game, you're going to see Herbert and Montgomery. Yeah with big yardage games, big yardage games in the screen game. So I think this team is going to be impressive. I don't think they're going to be a top 10 passing offense, but I see in that middle of the field, you know, 15, 14, third, somewhere in there because of Fields' talent, his ability. And he's really worked on that throwing motion. He starts getting out of the field, getting out of the pocket and connecting with these receivers. You're going to really start to see these numbers in his passing offense look good. What's what's the because you saw Cole commit right at training camp and we heard you on uh, I think you were unfiltered with cap. I think that was a show yeah. you were on and uh, you were talking about kind of how Cole commit has all these tools, but he hasn't figured out exactly how to put them together yet. Now, after seeing him go through, right, what's been the thing that has clicked most that you've seen for Cole? Right. Because it looks like like I think everybody can look at Cole and say, no, he looks like he is much more confident in his own game outside of what they're using with him my first tweet when I started going to these Bears camps this year was I go Cole Komet this kid is is a specimen he's I go on the field after Bears camp and I'm talking I'm a good friends with uh I'm friends with Roquan I'm friends with Trevor Simeon yeah uh, me and Simeon used to train together uh we run routes in the, in the city whatever and I'm out there in camp you know we're talking on the field I uh I also met Cole Komet's dad and a dude taps me on the shoulder. I turn around, Cole Komet's dad, and it's Cole Komet. <laughs> I go, this, I go, this is this is Cole Komet. I had no idea. I thought he was six. I'm six foot three and some change. Yeah. I thought he was six foot three and some change. Yeah. This guy is six 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 seven, two hundred sixty five pounds. I'm a big dude. I go. This is Cole Komet. He looks like the guy of a happy Gilmore. <laughs> Mr. Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. This guy is so big, and to be running like he does and have soft hands, I've played with tight ends, and I'm not, I don't want to sound crazy, but the only other guy I saw with that skill set and that size, his name was Rob Gronkowski. And, um, I'm not saying, you know, but I'm saying that is the only other player I've seen to be that big and to move like that. Yeah. And uh, Cole Komet has got all the tools. 
all the skills, the ability. And I saw some things, you know, press coverage outside. He struggled with getting off. But when he's got a linebacker or safety on him inside, he, nobody was guarding him. Yeah. I think this year is going to click for him. And uh, I think he's going to have a huge year. I think he's going to be one of the better tight ends in the league in his, in his career. And the thing I like about Komet, too, is he's not a guy that's going to lead to tendencies. And what I mean by that is when you have a, a tight end, say like the Jaguars this year, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. They have Evan Ingram. They have Chris Manhurts. They have Luke Farrell and Dan Arnold. They got all these guys on the team who are going to play and fill these roles because Dan Arnold is like the do-it-all guy. Chris Manhurts is the blocking guy. Evan Ingram's the receiving guy. Cole Komet can do all that. Yeah. Well, now you don't start showing tendencies when you have a certain person mm. in the game. You can't really key on certain plays because Komet, you can run the ball to him. If you see Evan Ingram on the line on the right side, they're not going to run the ball to the strength. I promise you, watch where they will not run the ball to the right side unless it's a sift where he sifts back across line scrimmage and takes yeah. on the, out the backside linebacker or he arc releases and blocks the safety. Komet can block the point of the attack. You can do a play action to him. He's going to slip behind the linebackers. You're going to believe it. They're going to step up. He's a guy that can do everything, and that's going to make their, their offense tendency-free. When you have a guy like Komet that can do everything, it's going to help Fields, it's going to help Montgomery, it's going to help all of them. I'm really excited about this. It is he Justin feels like that's the guy that has to be unlocked. Like if you're going to figure one guy out, it has to be Cole Komet, especially in a run heavy style offense, right? Like I said, a lot of short passes over the middle, a lot of stuff that's going to be like, all right, Cole, be big and knock those dudes out going the other way, right? Like you got to, for me, yes. Cole Komet is one of the biggest keys to the Bears this season. He's got to develop. He's got to be a star tight end. And I'm counting on that. That's one of the things when I'm telling people, saying, hey, this team is going to be much better than you think. Yeah. It's because I've seen this guy. I've seen a lot of tight ends in my career. I've played with a lot of tight ends in my career. Brent Zellick, Zach Ertz, Eric Ebron, Kobe Fleener, Rob Gronkowski, Martellus Bennett. I mean, there's countless tight ends I've seen. This guy is special. Yeah. He's big, he can catch. For the Bears to be successful this year, you've got to have big-time production from Komet. Because obviously you got Mooney. You've got to have Komet step up. Yeah. And there's going to be a number of guys filling in that second you know, wide receiver role, I feel like. Valus Jones, I like his quickness. I like his speed. I think his hands need some work. He's not, he's not a real great hands catcher yet. I think Pringle, he's, he's shown he can make plays. He had good numbers with the Chiefs last year. He's been hurt a lot, but I think he can play. Equinemia St. Brown's been in and out with injuries, but, you know, he made some plays early in camp. And honestly, a guy I like that I would love to see get some burn in the regular season is Pettis. Pettis is a route runner. Yeah. Watching him in camp, you know, this guy's in, I go, who is this guy? The first time I go, who's this guy running routes like that? <laughs> I look him up. It's Dante Pettis. He's had a – you know, rough career, but this guy can play. He can run routes. Yeah. I'm not going to say you, you can only do this because in, in your past, you haven't done something. Yeah. He was a second round draft pick for a reason. Top 40 draft pick in the league for a reason. He's fast. He runs four, three, something, you know, this guy can make plays to me. I know you got Pringle Pettis. I would love to see Pettis as the second wide receiver out there. I, I like Pettis that much. And David Montgomery, obviously, you keep giving him the ball. I think yeah. Montgomery and Komet. I'm counting. When I'm saying the Bears are going to be, I'm counting on those two guys 
to be what I think they can. I think they both can be bona fide stars. Do you like what the Bears did this offseason and kind of going with the, hey, we got some guys on this offense that we want to see what they can do in year one, right? We got some upside guys, possibly. We This guy could turn into this. This guy could turn into that. Where on the offensive line and on a defensive line, they've gone with more of those proven guys. Those guys, okay, like we're going to put him in here and we know that he's going to be able to stand in here and get to the quarterback. We know that he's going to be able to stand in here like Lucas Patrick and protect Justin Fields. Do you like that they kind of went with the projects on Justin's weapon, or were you somebody that felt like you got to get this kid more weapons right away? I like what they did, and I think they're building it the right way. And people are saying the Bears, Colin Coward, the Bears don't have a plan. <laughs> the Bears don't have a plan. And, you know, what is this guy talking that's, about? That's my, that's, my, that's my bane of existence guy right there. Look at the look <laughs> their salary cap next year yeah and if the bears beat you this year you're in trouble because they're going to keep getting better yeah they're young Komet's 23 fields is 23 mooney's 24 roquan's only 25 i mean this is a young team if so to me they have the biggest plan of any of these other teams they got the most money next season to do whatever with but you know we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that bridge when we cross it yeah but I think this team has some guys. They're giving guys an opportunity to play and show what they can do. And I think a lot of them will step up. I like that they kept a lot of these young old linemen. I like the fact they're giving a lot of these young um, receivers some some time to, uh, you know, to develop. And then as far as you're talking about their defense, I, I think Travis Gibson's going to have a great year this year. You know, last year he had seven sacks and nine starts. He's one of the top-rated uh, PFF pass rate pass rushers last year, top 20. Wouldn't have known that. So I think they're going to get get some uh, pressure on this defense. You got to realize that this as well. The Bears were the worst team in the league against the pass last year. Pass rating, yeah, they had the worst pass rating against the defense. People not didn't want didn't want the Bears to draft secondary. Did you guys not watch the game? <laughs> they had to draft secondary. I was trying to figure out what people were watching. I was like, uh, the only guy, like, I think this is how I feel. I think Jalen Johnson is a really good player. Yeah. But I don't actually know because they didn't have to throw the ball at him a lot because the other side was open. (laughs) To me, I'm like, they're like, they're giving polls a hard time. Did you guys watch the games? This team was just getting, it was like seven on seven against the Bears. I mean, they were just competing passes, the highest, the worst pass rating against in the entire league. And they're giving him a hard time for drafting these two defensive players. And I think these guys are going to be bona fide stars as well. Yeah. Brisker's looking great. Kyler Gordon's been unhealthy, but he got to play in the last preseason game. He's looking good. Yeah. I think that this defense is going to be much better. They got a big, you know, they got a big uh, test right off the bat this year. So, I think it'll be good to see what they can do. Here's here's the thing, right, that we've, we've talked about a lot of these young guys coming in. The Bears are mostly young guys when you look at this roster, like very young. With ha, Have you experienced that in your time? Is it easier to play with young guys because, you know, they're, they're younger, easier to coach, maybe able to actually execute the plays because they're young enough to do them? Or do you like having more of the veteran presence there because you already know what's going on, especially when with a change of regime like we've just uh, uh, just had. 
I think with the change of regime, it's better to have young players because you got guys that are stuck in their ways. It's a little harder to coach and, you know, you start to get some dissension there. So I think it's good that they have such a young team. They went from one of the oldest teams last year, yeah. to one of the youngest teams this year. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, it, it's, you, you could run with more energy. Nobody has these preconceived notions of how something's got to be done. Yeah. And it really gives the staff a chance to come in and really set up their identity. And I think Iberflus has done a good job of that. So I love the fact that they're young. What's the what's the biggest thing that Coach Flus can establish early in this season that's gonna give the players, right? Like if you're if you're a tight end on this team currently, what's the thing that you would want to see him establish early in this season that's gonna be like, oh, I think this guy's gonna work out. I think this is a long-term move here. Well, I I like to talk offense, and obviously, you know, Iberflus is a defensive guy, but you know, make sure that you, you stick with what you said. Yeah. I want this Bears team to be that run first style, you know, Philadelphia Eagles last year. They made the playoffs. You yeah. know, they didn't have the, this crazy roster. They snuck in the playoffs with, you know, obviously, you know, Jalen Hurts, right? Justin Fields, I think, will probably be better than Jalen Hurts was last season. I hope so. They had one big time receiver last year. I mean, they, they had Rager on the field. Yeah. They had Quez Watkins and they had Devonta Smith, who's a rookie. That's similar to the Bears. They had a good tight end. Bears got a good tight end. You know, they had a they had a better offensive line. But I think something like that. The Eagles were the number one rushing team in the league. And that helps when you have this, you have this mobile quarterback, obviously Patrick Stats, but that makes you harder, harder to guard, yeah, harder to defend against. So they use this rushing attack to really, you know, open up the game and have some play action pass. I think that's the kind of the kind of run game and pass game and offense you really need to establish there that's that's gonna be so interesting to see right and especially i think the one thing that we've seen at a minimum in preseason i get it's very vanilla it's not it's not everything right but i feel like we've seen the bears adjust more in three preseason games than we saw in a lot of the tenure last season <laughs> you know what i mean like do you feel like just the the knowledge of these coaches is going to it, it is understanding right Luke Getze coming from the Packers organization and all of a sudden this is how we ran things there we're going to run it that way here do you feel like that's an advantage for the Bears coming into this season especially with these young guys and a young quarterback absolutely I think so Iberflus is a first-time head coach but yep. he's been on so many teams and yep. he knows the game and he knows how it's supposed to look and how it's supposed to be ran so that gives me a lot of confidence He's been in so many systems, but I'm confident in this guy. And I think the players are too. He knows how special this opportunity is because he's put in this time. He's not super young and trying to come in and re reinvent the wheel here. He's going to stick to He's going to find what his guys do well, and he's going to stick to it. And that's what gives me a lot of confidence in this team is a guy like him. Then you got a, got a guy like Getz who spent a lot of time with, a, you know, as much as we hate to say it, a winning organization like Green Bay. And he knows what works too for an offense. And obviously he was working with Aaron. Yeah, I know. It's like, like, ah. And they're a winning franchise, but not for long because, you know, Justin Fields coming up for young guy. We're going to, we're going to get it done this year and next year and keep growing. But I think those coaches really helped the bears to, uh, to just have this sense of, you know, comfort yeah. within the organization yeah. with guys that have been there and guys that have experience. Yeah. I think that's special, especially when you have 
a young team. That's that's the one word I feel like we've heard from all the players a lot too. Like I'm comfortable. I feel comfortable. Justin's talked about being comfortable in the pocket, being comfortable rolling outside. Cole Komet talking about how he was more comfortable. I feel like that's the one thing that, and maybe it's just because it's a new regime and it's different, but that seems to be the thing that the word that we've heard the most from a lot of these young players, even Braxton Jones, first time playing in the NFL going up against Robert Quinn. He's like, yeah, I, I, it took me a minute, but then I felt comfortable out there at that position. So I like that. Yeah. These guys, these guys know it works and they've seen a lot of football in their day and they've seen a lot of professional football. So I, I love that. They know, they know how to run the team and being a camp, I really did see some some great things from this coaching staff. Everything was fast. Yeah. Everything was up tempo, but they took time to teach, teach, teach. All right, go full speed, full speed, full speed. And I love that. And I mean, looking at a guy like Braxton Jones. Braxton Jones was an FCS player last year. Yeah. He was playing. He was playing against Division One AA, FCS, whatever you want to say. I'm an FCS guy, and now he's going to be starting against Nick Bosa first round. You got to make this guy comfortable. Yeah. You got to have a good system if you feel like you're in a position to put him out there to start. And I think he'll do better than a lot of people think when people look at the old line and they say, you know, they're not going to be successful. I think a lot of people are looking at Braxton Jones at left tackle and they go, Oh, you got a rookie left tackle, but we've seen him throughout the preseason. I've seen him throughout the preseason. Obviously when the lights come on and it's Sunday and the bullets are flying, it's a different, it's a different feel. It's a different vibe, but I yeah. think he's going to do a good job. And I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him this year and seeing what happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Before we let you go, uh, Clay, what is your expectation of the Bears? Where do you see this team ending up? What's their final record when it's all said and done? I think they're going to be near. Obviously, you can't be 500 anymore. Yeah, it's still the, uh, weird. Odd number of games, I know. But <laughs> I would say like an 8-9, and nine, maybe 9-8, nine and eight, okay. you, know, you know, something like that. Um Seven and ten, yeah. you know, ten and seven. Somewhere around there. I want to see how they I mean, these first couple games are gonna be hard. You got the Niners and the Packers, two of the best teams in the entire NFC. Yep. So even if they start 0-2, I'm not gonna jump off a bridge because I know, hey, it's gonna get easier. Yeah. You know, your next two games I think are against the Giants and um uh, I got I got I gotta look at the schedule once we get in there. But uh they're much easier. So yeah improve, grow these first couple of games. And I think they could be a 500 team, you know, seeing how the playoffs, you know, situation, they could be on the outskirts of the playoffs. They could maybe win a couple of ball bounces their way, but they're definitely not going to be three and 14. I know that much from seeing <laughs> this. You got Justin Fields as your quarterback. You got a great tight end. I think the defense is going to be much better this year. So I am looking for a 500 around team this year in Chicago and then building on something to where for years to come, you're just going to see this constant improvement. We found our franchise quarterback and we're going to continue putting pieces around them, having the most cap space in the entire league next year, Yeah, almost doubling the second place team. So for me, it's, it's a very exciting time to be a Bears fan. Oh, for sure. I, I think it, I look through the schedule, same like everybody else did. And I'm like, we're not worse than the Texans. We're not worse than the Giants. We're not worse than eh, commanders might be tough. That one might be a tough one for us, but like, and, and we always play the Cowboys pretty well. Even at our worst, we usually play the Cowboys pretty well. So I think I'm right with you on, on nine and eight. I, I, I predicted the bears go nine and eight, but I wouldn't be mad at seven and 10. Like, I feel like that's growth, right? Growth. 
And that's and that's the that's the that's the goal of the season, man. Clay, I appreciate you for joining us, man. Uh, we got your Twitter on the screen, but uh, anything you you want to let the people know where they can find you, things you got going on, what's going on with you, man? Just follow me on Twitter. I'll be making a couple of cool announcements coming up uh, this week and next week about some uh, some cool podcasting I'm going to be doing in the NFL world. But uh, yeah, besides that, just follow me on Twitter, and we'll be talking Bears all year long. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you for tuning in. And we appreciate you guys for watching the show. Make sure you comment below and let us know how you guys feel about the Chicago Bears coming into this season. Week one is like five days away. Let's Six go. Days away. I'm so Let's go. Football's back. That's all that matters. Football's back. I've been watching college. I've been watching pros. It don't matter. Hey, as always, man, it's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again to continue watching our Chicago Bears content. Click the links on the screen to check the links in the description below. And make sure you leave five stars on the podcast side. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.